Alright, 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 everybody, ladies and gentlemen, god damn it! <laughs> and I'm back. That's what I'm saying. Alright, alright, enough for that song and dance. I want to say a big shout out to everybody out there. Happy 2022. We're sitting here in the month of March. And you know something? I don't really know for how long. So you might as well enjoy your Sunday and make it a fun day. Uh, today is Sunday, March 13th. March 13th. You know why I keep repeating that? Because it's a special day. It is. Let me tell you why. <clears throat> today is Sunday, March 13th. And they haven't... Uh, Russia and uh, Ukraine are still having this conflict. You know, where Russia is invading Ukraine. And uh, I'm trying to uh, stay focused on a couple of things. Number one, this war that's happening in Russia, in Ukraine, because of Russia. And I, I ask myself, well, how much time do we have? You know, it's, is it just a, a war between two neighbors? One, this guy wants to control and take over, you know, basically own the land and say it and call it his. Putin, you know, that, that's that's really wrong. Uh, why can't you just let things be? You know? But, um... It's not looking good. And you know what's frustrating, too? I wake up this morning, and I read the headlines. War in Ukraine. Russia could be preparing for a chemical weapon attack, the White House says. Well, let me tell you, it's not fun. It's nowhere near fun the thought that, you know, chemical weapons would not just affect Ukraine. It could affect the whole damn world. You know, while Putin is uh, trying to get uh, Ukraine into cease and desist to quit, to submit, Ukraine's giving them all they got, you know? And, uh... Well, U.S. officials believe uh, they have located Putin's uh, yacht. Hopefully they do. And hopefully he's in it. So they could just take care of him. Because really, it's getting out of control. You know, chemical weapons. Does anyone, before anyone says, oh, who cares? Before you say that, do you have any idea? The massive damage that can cause... The entire world it's chemical you know we will be killed off like insects for days months and I don't know how long you know I mean it depends on where he would fire those missiles you know uh, it's just I'm not trying to make anybody afraid or fear uh, what, what could happen and uh, but I'm trying to live day by day. I'm trying to focus on that too much, you know. But uh, it's just not easy. 
You know, you wake up on a Sunday morning and it's the first thing you read and it makes you think. You're like, oh, shoot, you know, like, what? So, I'm not going to lie, I do worry. It's not my thing to worry. However, it becomes, sometimes you just have to deal with reality, you know what I mean? What's in front of you? You know what I mean? You try to focus on, on something nicer, like things could get better, you know, it's a better day ahead, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And you find out that it ain't going to be that way. You know what I'm saying? So, maybe sometimes that's not what we're looking for. We're looking for peace and equality. And uh, we don't always get that, ladies and gentlemen. We're not always lucky to get such a, you know... Uh, oh fuck! <clears throat> Happy ending, <laughs> sorry to speak. Okay, so right now I just had a little, a little issue. Now I'm not losing my freaking mind, you wise guys. It's that I was uh, fighting a, I was fighting a wasp, and you know me, I can't kill the wasp because you know we need the wasp. We need the bees and all that shit. Normally, back in my days when I was young, I used to kill these things. Because I was afraid they were gonna sting me, in. and uh, I don't like being stung by things that can hurt me. So I, I I wasn't aware that killing them could actually make it worse for me, because without them we don't have the plants to to grow. Like the the apple, the you know the the plants won't won't uh, they need pollination. They need to be pollinated. You know what I mean? So and they need a. Uh, you know, I'm ignorant to that. I don't understand too much about the uh, ecosystem. You know, like I try to believe. Like I like to believe that I know enough. But I know you can't kill them. You're not supposed to. So if you ever see a bee and you want to kill it, please don't kill it. They they help uh, the little plants flourish. See, Mother Nature doesn't just give out the sun and water and the fresh air and. Uh, the right soil. You know, when the plants are coming up, these bees, they're the ones that go in there and uh, do their thing with their needle butts. <laughs> with their needle asses, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they, uh, and that's how they, you know, they help the system, the world, uh, you know, the world uh, rotate and go around, you know, um, without the bees, we'll be in a world of trouble. Trust me, just do me a favor, if you see a bee, and it's in your house and you want to kill it, don't kill it. They don't really, uh, they're not really that dangerous. I mean, yes, they are. If you're allergic to them, you could die, yeah. That thing, you know, you could die. <laughs> but, uh, don't you worry that if you don't bother them, they won't bother you. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's a peaceful thing, you know. You need, you need bees. We need bees in this world. So that to me. I built a house of bees and so I can make honey and, uh, I would have a farm. Make some fresh honey. And, uh, have a nice little, uh, greenhouse so the bees can help me pollinate the, the rest of the flowers, you know what I mean? Make my, make my uh, greenhouse beautiful. Yeah. 
ladies and gentlemen, your co your your host here loves uh he loves mother nature, he loves plants and trees. You know, and that's why I worry about this this war, you know, and how the United States is uh, getting involved because they're trying to help out Ukraine. Also, I've heard some very disturbing things about the people of Ukraine, how they don't like blacks, African-Americans. There's a couple of African-Americans seen on video crossing the border into Ukraine, and Ukraine were beating them and then telling you got to go back, you don't belong here, using slurs, you know. So it's a little hard to... to to take sides, you know, because like you're like, wow, so you are a fucking racist. You're no different than the United States of America. All those years, you know, segregation, racism, and racism, even though segregation is long gone, it's still technically there. If you really pay attention to what's going on, you don't believe me? Get one of your brothers who happens to be black. Okay. If he wears a suit and tie to work, like Obama looking, you know, well dressed, you know, a respectable person. Go ahead, have him take us those clubs. Let's try this. Try my my uh, uh, my example. Have him take off that suit and tie. Put the the suitcase or what bag down, right? Give him a tank top and a hoodie and some baggy jeans and a pair of sneakers, and send him down somewhere on Forty Second Street, and have him run with a bag like like a purse to make it look like he just robbed somebody. Trust me, automatically they're gonna be like, oh, he robbed somebody. Oh, he's black. Oh, he's dirty. He's a dirty motherfucker. And my, my point is proven. Have Obama go out in Times Square, you know, with a baggy, baggy pair of pants, you know, uh, you know, um, a hoodie, you know, and, uh, some crazy pair of sneakers, you know, and have him run, run down 42nd Street and 9th, like he, like he just stole somebody's purse and it's got a, a lady's yellow purse that he could tell it's a lady's purse and he's running. Trust me, you don't think the cops are gonna, not gonna tackle, tackle him or, uh, or, 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 or draw their guns? Immediately. Without asking. Without question. And now do the same scenario with a white guy. Alright, fine. Do the baggy pants, tank top, you know, hoodie and lady's purse. And have him run down 42nd Street, 42nd Street and 9th. Ninth Avenue. Who do you think is gonna get? And just watch the scenario: how they treat the uh, the black guy versus how they treat the, the the white guy. You think that the cops are gonna be like, "Hey, no, where do you think you're going? Put that, you know, put <laughs> put your hands against the wall," <laughs> you know? No. You know, with the white guy, and again, you, you might say, "Oh, you're being racist. You're trying to reverse racism on me, right?" I say, "I'm a racist," which is hilarious because I'm not. I'm, I'm Hispanic, and uh, that's not racist. That's just being honest. That little experiment I'm trying to explain to you, that I'm trying to give you, that scenario, it's real life. In real life, the white guy gets uh, gets uh, gets pulled over and says, "Hey, where are you going with that?" I say, "What's going on?" They ask. He gets asked questions. The black guy, he gets kicked down, grabbed, thrown to the floor with a you know, with a slam and a and a chokehold in a in a his the officer's knee on the guy's neck uh, or on his back. Either way, it hurts, and a few punches in the fucking in the, in the face because that's what they do. Now, for those of you who are saying, "Oh, wow, well, yeah, I can see that," well, that's ex because you can see that because that's exactly what just happened. You know what I mean? Odd Marbury, 
uh, Amadou Diallo, the, the black kid that was coming out of the, the building. He had his cell phone, and uh, he went to reach out for his cell phone. He was coming out the, the front of his building, and all these cops are waiting. All these, and I hate to say this, I'm sorry, but this is real life. I'm calling it as it is. Don't don't say, oh, you're, you're cherry-picking. No, I'm not. Oh, race, you're race-baiting. No, I'm not. I'm just making a point. Um, you know, Amadou Diallo was coming out of his building, and they were looking for a similar guy like him. They were looking for a black guy, and I think he was wearing a hoodie that day. And uh, he re he went out to the front of his building. He walks outside. It's late at night, eight or nine o'clock. I'm not sure, but it was dark already. He happens to be black. That's the description they're looking for. He walks out the out the front of his building. He doesn't know what's going on. So he grabs his cell phone. He reaches for his pocket for his cell phone. I don't know why. Maybe he was going to make a phone call, just to check the time or whatever. Like any other normal human being, you know, you don't have to be black or white to want to reach into your pocket, go in front of your building, go, oh, what time is it? Wait a minute. Am I supposed to call this so-and-so person? Oh, wait, I forgot this number I got to call. You know, you're, you're allowed to do that. It's a human thing. It's not a race thing. So what do these cops do? Like four, four or five cops stand right in front of the building, draw their weapons, and supposedly they say, they swear under oath that they said, uh, put your hands up. But they didn't. They all started firing. All the rounds, until all the rounds were gone. 47 times. They actually stopped and reload and continued shooting. Amadou Diallo was already on the ground. And he still kept shooting. The guy was dead. He was dying, actually, but he... You know, his body was still doing those movements. You know, when you're dying and you, you got the last, you know, little inches of life in you and you're just trying to move because you're feeling all these bullets hitting you, your head, your arm, your torso, you know. I hate to paint that really ugly picture, but I don't, I don't like, I, what I will never do is, is sugarcoat it and make it look pretty for you just to make you feel better. I'm going to tell you the way that it is, because even though it happened a while ago, it's still happening, and it will continue to happen, because as long as there's 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 hate for a color, and that's, let's call it, let's, folks, let's call it what it is, as long as there's there's hate, ungodly hate for another color, this will never change. You can all attack me and say, oh, you know, you're race baiting, you're, you're starting shit. No, I'm telling you what happens every single day up until right now, up right up until Sunday, March 13th, 2022. This will never change. Not just the United States. You go to Cuba, and there's a lot of blacks in Cuba, but Cuba's racist too. A lot of white Cubans, they hate, they, they consider, uh, you know, blacks a minority. Go to El Salvador. You know, I know a lot of people who don't like blacks. Oh, it's a preto, it's a moreno. That's racism. And I told them many times, you know, just, I said to them, and I, I, a lot of times people will be like, that's none of your business. There was this one time I was eating at this restaurant. No, let me be honest. Let me be more. I want you all to understand that this podcast isn't just a, uh, uh, me telling you something is me telling you an experience of what had really happened and what continues to happen so it's relevant to today's news to your own events as they happen I was dating this girl she was black and I was living in, uh, in West New York in New Jersey 
And um, so I said one day, I said, hey, why don't we go get something to eat? Let's go to my uh, Salvadorian, let's get some Salvadorian pupusas, you know, which is like a, a meal. She's like, all right, yeah, I never tried them before. I said, I, I, I was like, dude, you're going to love them. They're really good. You know, they're tortillas, but they have cheese. They have uh, shredded pork, and they have beans. And it's, it's actually tastes pretty good. It, sound, it may sound disgusting, but it's actually very delicious. So we're walking in to the place, and it's a pretty decent-sized place, you know. And everybody's looking. Let's see if they're uh, reverse racism, all these... All these dark-skinned Hispanics like me. Well, I'm not even that dark, but anyway. And it's not a racial thing. But they're all looking. They're all staring. And they're all making commentary. So I sat down. The waitress looked at us. And she seemed kind of nice. But at the same time, she kept looking at uh, my date. I said, uh, yeah, let, let. I had, we ordered, right? So we're waiting for the food. And, and you can see the it, it's uncomfortable because... They're like making commentary, you know, and then one says something like black. I looked, I turned around, I was like, what? What did you say? ¿Qué dijo usted? No le oí. I didn't hear you. And they were like, quiet, it's a fucking mouse church. They didn't say a fucking word. And as well as I sat down, that's what I thought I fucking heard, motherfucker. And I said that to him. I said it just like that. He understood. When you live in New Jersey, just because you live in the States and you speak Spanish, don't think that they don't know what I'm saying. I said it nice and clear. But she was uncomfortable. She wanted to leave. I said, like, why don't we just wait till we get to food? I said, all right, no problem. So I went up to the waitress and I told her, can we take it to go? We'll take it to go, please. So we took it. And uh, as we were leaving, they were still giving us that look. It was really uncomfortable. I felt bad for her. But I defended her the whole time against my own people. Because, you know, I don't care who you are. You could be a, my brother or sister, which my family is not racist. But the minute you cross that line and you want to judge the people that I love, you know, like, I don't care. I'm not not playing that game. You know, it's, it's like, okay, I'm done with you. I don't care if we've done each other all our lives. I don't care if we were raised together. If you're going to have an issue with, with the color of someone's skin who I care about or a friend of mine who I think is a dear friend, no. And it's not politically correct. You all can kiss my ass thinking that this is a political correct. This is an actual life event that occurred to me a few times, not just once. This wasn't the first time, you know. But I dealt with a lot of that. When I was in the States growing up in 1988, uh, Italians were out of control back in 88. Drowning under the Z-Rock or the fucking Camaro. Hey, yo, oh, look at that fucking nigga. Hey, the fuck, get that fucking nigga off my porch, man. You know, and they would talk like that. And you're like, wow, really? And we were kids, man. We were kids. We were like four, like 15, 16 years old. We were just having fun. So, what do you think I did? That night. And again, not all Italians are racist. But this is 1988. Back in 88, and it wasn't that long ago, but, you know, again, racism will always continue. So 88, we're kids, and uh, my friend, we were all playing playing football. And I threw the ball really hard and, and went into a guy's yard. You know, my friend Carrie just went and jumped over and went into the grass and stepped on the man's grass to get the football. There was no other way to get the fucking football. And that's why they come out, the guy comes out yelling and cursing and shit. I fucking nigga. You know, let me tell you something. <laughs> it was... 
I don't, I don't condone, I do not condone revenge. Revenge is never the answer. It's almost like war. There's no winners in revenge. Don't take revenge on anyone. But what we did that night was beautiful. I'm sorry. Again, I'm going to be honest. I have to be realistically honest with you. I'm not going to lie or sugarcoat it to fit your needs or your, or your desire or your, 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 whatever you look, whatever you're trying to get out of this. That night, I think it was 8.05. It was dark already. It was Saturday night. We usually played during the day because we were kids. You know, we had nothing to do. We didn't have, we didn't have internet. You know, 1988, we didn't have Wi-Fi. We didn't have iPhones and cell phones and shit like that. We were hands-on, man. Y'all missed it. Y'all missed the fucking boat. We had a great time. So, anyway. 8.05, I'm walking my dog. You know, my friend Carrie stayed home. I remember he was a little bit bummed out about what the way the, the way the guy talked to him. And the parents just told him, just don't want to talk. Don't just never cross his yard again, you know, because... And he's technically right. You're crossing into his territory, but he was wrong about the way he talked. We, we people just kept our distance because they didn't want a war. So anyway, eight oh five. I'm out walking the dog, and I picked up my dog <laughs> and put him around the dogs in the guy's yard. The dog sniffing. He had. A, I forgot what I fed him that day, and I got lucky. He didn't just pee there. The dog took a massive shit. A massive shit. I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna pick it up. It was liquidy too. I was like, oh hell, the hell no. That stays right here. I left. I left her right there. <laughs> the next day, Sunday morning, I'm walking the dog again. And I see the, 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 the paper boy had thrown the, the newspaper and it landed on dog shit. I was like, oh shit. I made a 360. I was like, I'm out of here. I gotta go back home. I took my dog with me, walked on the opposite direction, walked him for a little bit and I took him inside. Like around midday, me and my friends were out, we were riding the bike, right? Not playing football this time, just riding the bike. We passed by the guy's house. And they guys cursing, and you hear the wife and him arguing. Motherfucking fucking dog! And, well, then get another fucking paper, you cheap bastard! You hear her complaining because he's like, "But I paid a subscription. Who fuck am I paying a subscription? If I gotta get another, because that's all they do. You know, that's all they did back then, back in those days. You know, those Italians that, that we knew, they were hotheads. Again, that's not saying that all Italians are hotheads, because they're not. Some of them are very sweet and very kind. Um, the ones I'm talking about were really very disrespectful, very rude, real racist, you know, and, and it stuck out, it stood out, you know, so it's okay, but we learned, but anyway, I don't know who cleaned that shit, and I know he had to throw the paper in the garbage, and normally it, used to, it, it would come in a little plastic, but for some reason, sometimes it didn't, the newspaper was bare, so it was full of shit. Again, it's not the answer. Revenge, revenge is not the answer. It's not. You know why? Because it's uh, it's just not right. Because you did something wrong to me, I'm gonna go and do it to you. I'm good. I don't need that. When I was younger, I always felt like revenge. Even then, I always thought that that was wrong. You know. So now, as an adult, I see all these, all these. Uh, death row sentences and people being murdered in Iran. What is it? In Saudi Arabia, they murdered, they killed 86. They sent to, they sent to death row 86 people and they killed all 86 that same morning. I'm sorry. I don't care what they did. That's uncalled for. Uncalled for. 
Saudi Arabia, you'll never pay me enough money to go there. Even if you offer me a free college, free room, free girlfriend, free wife, free mistresses, I don't care. Free money in crypto or physical cash or gold, you can keep that. The fact that a government can do that, can do a genocide in 2022 and get away with it, is wrong. Sorry. And Iran firing uh, missiles and blowing up the uh, the United States uh, embassy in Iran, even though it's empty because it was it was they were repairing it. I think the United States should get the hint. That means that you're not wanted there. At the same time, Iran's starting some shit. You know, first of all, North Korea is firing missiles into into the sea or whatever. They get sanctioned. India accidentally shot uh, uh, missiles into their neighbors. Indonesia, I believe it was, I'm not sure, or Pakistan. And they said it was an accident. I mean, so you have Russia and Ukraine going at it. And all these other countries starting to act like assholes. And we all just cut the bullshit. I don't understand that. So we haven't... Uh, you know, this is World War Three. you know. Iran's asking for trouble. Putin has uh, chemical weapons. So does the United States, in all fairness. You know, these guys, these, these countries, they shouldn't have these weapons. Because what if Biden became Trump and decided, what, you're you going to use mass, mech, uh, chemical weapons? I'm going to use mech, chemical, mech, chemical weapons. So anyway, my thing is, you know, you need to make time for people. There's people out there who need you right now. Must you wait until something severe happens? Inflation's already happening. Gas is almost $5, $6, other places, maybe 7 wherever you may be at. El Salvador, prior, prior to this, this war starting... Ukraine versus Russia was already experiencing high price gas, you know, and um, El Salvador did El Salvador did not have um, didn't have a reserve oil like the United States, like the United States did. They don't anymore, and they're not going to have it for a while. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's like so. My my thing is. You know, I'll give you an example. I'll go, I'll dip into my personal life a little bit. The house I'm staying in, they sold the house. I'm renting it, it's not my house. So I have to move. So I can't find a house and uh, all the houses are overpriced. They're asking for too much money just to rent. So, and I'm looking and... Uh, the owners, I think, don't want to, they're not really flexible with me as far as staying a few more months so I can save some money and get out and find a better place. So, but I'm trying. But everywhere I look, everybody wants astronomical amounts for houses that are not worth what they're asking for. And that's what I'm talking about. And you see that flooded in the market. Everybody wants crazy numbers that they'll never get. No, unless you're super desperate 
or unless you sell drugs, then of course you can afford it. But I, I cannot afford it. So, <clears throat> so I have my own problems, but I don't go out, you know, making someone else, someone else's lives even worse. I try to make their lives better. You know, I say good morning on the bus. How you doing? You know, uh, I just try to be polite all around. You know, because I realize the world could end tomorrow, and uh, why not? You got a grudge against somebody. Matter of fact, you got a grudge against me. Okay, fine. I don't have a, gr- a grudge against you. And that goes for anybody out there that you know and I know each other personally. Or even not personally, but even through through the radio, through the podcast, whatever you want to call it. I owe nobody anything and uh, I'm just trying to live. If I could rent the house by the ocean, that'd be great. But of course, a tsunami wouldn't be so great. <laughs> you see what I mean? You can't win, right? Fuck it, tsunami. But I'm still trying to stay above water. I'm trying to be positive, you know what I mean? Life is short. Let's enjoy it. Let's have a coffee. Let's have a cup of coffee together, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> cup of coffee, y'all. It's for everybody. Let's do this. You know, it's about us. It's about our future. Um, by the way, if you ever see a homeless dog, homeless dog, a dog in the street, you know, um, even if you don't have dogs, buy a bag of food, dog food, and leave it at home. I always get dogs Stray dogs looking for food. So what I do is, especially if I'm home, I'll set up a container of food, another container for water, clean water, of course, and I put it out the front. But I do it when they're there. I don't just leave it there because if I leave it there, the ants are in the in the and the birds are gonna start eating it. Um, there's a lot of animals in this world who are. Who, even in the United States, you like to think that there's, that they have, you know, rights. Uh, in the United States, their answer is, oh, you're, you're, you're a stray dog. Let me just grab you and take you to a shelter. And mind you, when you, when you think, oh, they're in a the shelter, they're in a safe place. No, they're not. Because now they're throwing in a cage and put on death row automatically. How long has this dog been there? Two weeks? Give him another week. And then what happens after another week and nobody adopts him? Oh, we kill him. Put him to sleep. You euthanize a healthy fucking dog just because you can't find a place in society. Can you imagine if they did that to human beings? If a human being did not fit, couldn't find a job, he was homeless. You take him into a shelter, give him two or three weeks, then you euthanize him? Are you going to euthanize the rest of the world? That is what's wrong with this entire world and this entire entire um, generation. No one's come up with a better plan than just killing, euthanizing, murder, genocide. Killing 86 people is genocide, in my opinion. You just killed 86 people for fucking what? Sorry, it's not the answer. And don't tell me that, oh, we don't have a space in jails. You make space, you know? And don't make it in jail. Make it more like a rehabilitation place, you know? 
Because you jail them for what? They come out worse than they did before. They come out distorted, ruined. You know, uh, you name it. They, they have mental issues and they don't know how to cope with real life now. Because you, you institutionalized them. You didn't help them get better. How are they supposed to get better if you don't give them a reason to get better? A, a, a program or some kind of a tutor who can help him or her get better. Because it's not only just men in jail, there's women too. And they shouldn't be. Why, why, why must we constantly keep throwing people in jail but not give them a, a, a way to uh, rehabilitate themselves, to make themselves better? Give them a chance to go to school, learn uh, culinary arts, they want to learn how to cook. So when they come out of jail, they're ready, they can do something. Or they can be a, a computer programmer, or they can be a, a chef, or they can be um, an office person who can make some good money, you know? They know how to do office things. Or a construction worker, he knows how to use a drill, and, and, and how, how, to, how to set up wiring and cabling, you know what I mean? How to set up a PVC in the bathroom, how to restart a toilet, how to do... Rip up that toilet, shut off the water, rip up the entire toilet, and and reconnect the brand new toilet, and 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 follow the order, you know, by the PVC, by the concrete, you know, uh, and uh, the mortar and uh, the tools that you're gonna need, you know, uh, how to how to install electric uh, wiring so you can turn the lights on, you know, how, yo, I mean, there's so many things, man. I mean. What are we doing as a society? Just throw people in jail and just let them sit there and let them kill each other. And ignore them. Make them start, let them starve to death. Let them get sick from all those dirty toilets and those dirty and the bad food. By the way, in jail, they give you bad food. And you, you may kid yourself if you think, oh, I can always get commissary. I can always get people to send me money. Then your family's in jail too now. Because now they got to help you provide. Or provide for that person in jail. Now they have to struggle to send you money. Come on, society, what are we doing? Let's spread this word. Cut it up in pieces and put it on TikTok or something. Use your imagination, man. Let's send a wholesome message. Let's educate people. You want to punish them? Killing them is not the answer. Throwing them in jail and throwing away the key is not the answer. It, it was never the answer. Let's educate them. Animals, you can't find a place. If you see a female dog and she's in heat and she's and she's a stray dog, let's take her off. Let's take her off the streets and uh, let's fix her so she doesn't get pregnant anymore and find her a home. You don't have to throw them. You don't have to put everybody to sleep. I mean, I'm just so tired of the way society is. And anywhere in the world, they do the same thing. It's the same thing. You know, they follow the path of least resistance. Just kill it. Yeah, two weeks, three weeks. The dog's in a cage, fed by you. Doesn't go out and shit. If he wants to, he shits right in the cage. Sometimes I've been to those those shelters in the states and over here in El Salvador I'd be afraid to find out there's shelters over here I don't even think there is a shelter you know it's just horrible conditions who wants to live like that
at that point, just let them go. If you can't take care of them, if you got them in cages and they're like lab rats, let them go. And that's the other thing. In the United States, in Florida, I believe it was, I saw this article. In the United States, they have uh, these laboratories and they're, they're testing, they're, they're injecting these uh, mosquitoes. Do you, does anyone remember the H1N1 or the czars and all that shit? That's how it came about, you know? That larva from the mosquito, the diseases and stuff. You got people in a laboratory testing on thousands and thousands of mosquitoes and releasing them very soon, if not already. Why is this necessary, people? Why must why must we play God? Why why must you fuck with Mother Nature? It's bad enough these assholes in Russia and these cocksuckers in Ukraine are shooting each other to death. And now they're going to be using chemical weapons. Mother Nature's already in trouble. Can we just stop with the bullshit at, the, at these, these facilities? Experiment. Why don't you experiment on your wife's pussy? Or experiment, experiment on your nuts. Stop sending shit out there that's going to get us killed. That's going to give us another kind of COVID that we'll never get rid of. Another variant. Which is what I say. This shit is homemade. People telling me all the time, go get the shot so you don't get sick, so you don't die. Guess what? I survived SARS, H1N1, uh, mad cow disease, whatever that, that thing that the, the cows used to get sick of, that when people ate it, the, people, the meat was contaminated. Yo, I've survived a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? So, no, I'm not getting no fucking shot. Kiss my ass. Besides, my blood is typo, baby. It's typo negative. Just like the rock band. Rest in peace, Peter Steele. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying my, my blood is perfect, but... Um, it, it is... Uh, superior. I'm not trying to brag. I'm just calling it by it. Scientifically, it's just a lot stronger than A or B. You know, typo is good. I've I've survived a lot of diseases. Thank God. There is a God. You don't believe it? That's fine. That's up to you. You know. Anyway, so that's it. I had a lot to say, and uh, all you took a, a very important. Uh, Took whatever you took out of this podcast as either a uh, advice, compliment, or a point of view. You know, because uh, <sighs> life is hard. Life is hard. Let's make it easy for everybody else. You see, if you're at the store, or if you're at a restaurant or McDonald's or wherever it is, a Burger King. And that person in front of you doesn't have the 50 cents or the, or a short a dollar. Dude, give him the fucking dollar. Give him the 50 cents. You know? That's it. If they say no, no, thank you, I don't want it. Tell them, look, it's okay. It's not a big deal. I, I have it. You can have it. It's okay. You could t- I, It's not a big deal, dude. You know? Just don't record them with your cameras like most people do on TikTok. They grab the cameras, they record, they go, oh, that's okay, I, I don't mind. He's saying I don't mind, but you're gratifying yourself. 
you get in that self gratification by recording yourself on and, and sending it out on TikTok or YouTube or all these other apps. No, do it out of the kindness of your heart. If you see somebody that doesn't have the money, period, and their whole order has been declined, pay the fucking order. Tell them, look, I got it. Here you go. Pay it. Pay it forward. I cannot stress this, how important this is. I don't know why it bothers me that some people don't see it. Just don't see it this way. And I'll sit there waiting for the bus because I do take public transportation. And you should see these people. It's disappointing. It's kind of sad. Everybody wants to go first. Me, me, me. You got this old lady with a baby, you know, probably the grandmother or whatever, and she's dead last. And everybody's sitting in the sweet little asses on this, those, those seats. And meantime, the old lady with the baby have to sit on the stairs. You know how many times I've given my seat? And people should stare at me like you're an idiot. I know I'm not an idiot. I know my heart's in the right place. You have to have conscience to be an asshole. You know? It's hard for me, though. You want to know you want to know why it's hard for me? Because I'm thoughtful. You know? It's not about me. I learned that a long time ago. Somebody taught me this. She taught me, when things happen in life, it's not about you. It's never about you. It's about somebody else. I'll never forget that. <clears throat> she told me, it's not about you. One time, I think I was having a hard time about something. I think it was the job or whatever. And then she told me, get over yourself. I said, what? I thought she was dissing me. She's a friend. She was a good friend. She told me, uh, get over yourself. Get over myself? What do you mean? And it's an old lady. It's a sweet old lady. She told me, life, the things that happen around you are not about you. Even if they're happening, happening directly to you. I was like, wait, I don't understand. But if they're happening to me, that means it's about me, right? And she says, not unless they're, they're not, not unless they're physically trying to end your life and kill you. She says, not the physical trying to saw your head off or try to put a bullet through your chest. She says, no. She says, the little things, like somebody gives you a hard time at work and uh, you're getting hazed. Or you're getting clowned. That's not about you. It's about them. I was like, oh. Oh. And then she told me, you know what? I'll take that back. Even if it was somebody who was trying to kill you and shoot you or cut your head off. That's still not about you. I said, what are you talking about? What do you mean? That's insane. That's preposterous. How, how do you figure it's not about me? Well, they're trying to kill me. She says, because it's about them. I mean, this lady is so powerful that when she said that, it left me numb. I was like, <gasps> like I thought, I, at first I didn't understand. And when she said that, it made so much sense. It made so much sense. Wow, that, those were some powerful, and I mean powerful words. Food for thought? I'm full. <laughs> and I'm satisfied. Because it made so much sense. 
So now, if I have a little extra money in my pocket and I'm, I'm going to eat something or I'm going to the grocery store and I'm buying things for my dog or myself or whatever the case is, and I see somebody trying to get food or whatever the case is, I've had a few scenarios and uh, the, one, the one time I had like 27 bucks, 27 dollars of of things that I was gonna buy, but the lady in front of me, uh, she she used her debit card and she had been declined. I forgot what the amount, but she had a couple of things. She had like sixty, I think it was sixty-five dollars worth. And to me, that was a lot. I was like, "Oh, okay, wow," you know. But I wasn't. I, the reason I was paying attention because I was scanning her and scanning her, and I didn't pay attention to. Her. I thought she had quite a little bit, you know. I only had like twenty, thirty bucks. I had nothing. You know, anyway, and uh, they scan, and then they were like sixty-five ninety-eight or something like that. And she goes, "Here, scan it," and it didn't. And then we're waiting. We're all waiting in line. The line's big. So, and the lady says, "Sorry, it's been declined." Can try it again. Yeah, maybe the chip, maybe it's the card. I said, "All right, cool." So she tried it, and the lady tried it. Sorry, it's been declined. And then the guy who usually bags the groceries starts rolling his eyes like, oh, Jesus Christ, because you know what that means. Now he's got to re repackage everything into the shelves again. So he's got to take it out and do one by one. And this is not me tapping my shoulder saying I'm such a good guy, because fuck that. It doesn't, again, it's not about me. It's about the situation. The lady needed food for her family. You know, that she had some formulas for babies and stuff. I'm assuming she had a kid. She had uh, powdered milk and stuff. Who buys powdered milk? You know what I mean? So I said, no. I said, uh, don't put everything back. I said, here, use my card. And the lady looked at me and goes, no, 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 no. That's okay. I said, no, no, no. It's all right. It's no big deal. I don't mind. Just go ahead. Please charge me. I gave the, the debit card to the cashier. She charged and went through. I told her, give her the receipt. That's her receipt. And, uh, and she was like, so thankful. I said, don't worry about it. And I... I didn't want to lie to her, but I told her, um, I said, uh, we've been in the same situation years ago. I mean, there's been a time where I've been to something similar, but not that much, you know. Maybe like, uh, I don't know, when you're a kid and you're in high school, you know, you're getting like a candy bar or whatever. And uh, you, you, only, you don't have enough. It's just like 65 and you only have like 50 cents. But that's nothing, you know. But anyway, whatever. So my point is, it's again, and I repeat. I gave you that realistic scenario that happened to me years ago. But it's not so you can pat me on the back. It's not about me. So my friend said, it's not about me. It's about the person that needs you. That may not, you may not know you need them too. You know? I mean, I, you know, yeah, you work hard for your money, you know. But how would you feel? Knowing fully well, you have money in your pocket, and you can probably spare some of that, a portion of that. But you know this lady in front of you needs it. You don't know her marital status. Does it matter? You don't know her, her financial status. Does it matter? Again, if she if she was making if she had money, the car wouldn't have declined, but it did. It did twice. So she didn't have money. So I try not to judge. I try to understand. 
that there are other people out there that need you. Yeah, you can't save the world, but you can start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. You can't just sit there and go, ah, hey, man, not my problem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's okay. I got food in my plate and, and drinks in my, my, my fridge. It's not about you. And one day you'll realize that. You'll come to terms with reality. One day. One day it may be you. Or it may be a loved one. Scrambling up with a couple of pennies. To make a dollar. To go buy a, a, you know, a, sl a loaf of bread. Please give it some serious thought. I don't do podcasts. Almost like I never do podcasts anymore. I, I kind of stopped. But I'm watching the news and it's all just negative. And if it's going to end tomorrow, let it end on this note. If you can help somebody other than yourself. I mean, how would you want to leave this earth? A greedy motherfucker always getting what you want. You're going to wind up in a box anyway. Pushing up daisies. What's the difference? But do something for somebody. Leave them something to be like, wow, you know, not everybody's bad. This one guy helped. This one guy, this one lady helped this guy out, you know? Vice versa. Just leave. It wasn't, you know, it's a difference between them having a plate of food that day or not. And if you can afford it, help them out. I don't think I need to be on TikTok with videos of me helping people out. Because first of all, that's not my style. I will never do that. You know, I'm never going never, never gonna to make it look like, yeah, oh, look what I just did. That's not the way to do things. It's really not. You recording yourself helping people out. Is only recording yourself, helping yourself out. Remember that. Until next time, everyone. This is Joseph Antora. On Anchor. Doo-doo. Anchor. Stop the war. Say no to war. All right. Enough of the caffeine. I'm going to go to the laundry. Make lunch. Hey, share this podcast, okay? Let somebody know. And if you think I'm wrong, at least just comment on it. Well, send me a shout out. Joseph Ventura 7 at AOL.com. Send me a shout out. I'd love to hear from you. Joseph Ventura 7 at AOL.com. One more time. One more time. Joseph Ventura 7 at AOL.com. Joseph Ventura 7 at AOL.com. Send me an email. I'll, I'd love to hear from you. Even if it's a negative email, I'll take it. Just send me whatever you want to send. How much time do you think this world is, 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 uh, is available for? Chemical warfare. Jesus. All right. Till next, everybody. Uh, peace on earth. I hate to sound corny, but let's just keep the peace, all right? De-escalate the issue, even at home, when you argue with a girlfriend or, little, or you kill your brothers or whatever. Brothers, sisters, wife, husbands, whatever the fuck, anybody. Stop your argument. Cease fire. Cease fire!